Robert, tell me how am I supposed to live without you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll I'll be host today. <laughs> you sound really real. excited to be hosting today. I just want to jump in there. All right. Yep. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm your host. Welcome back to Wiener in the Butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Robert. With me today, John. Hey, yo. And Jonathan. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having me back. Hey, I got it right that time. You didn't stutter. I did not. All right. What's okay. up, guys? <laughs> Kyle's not with us today. It's just the three of us, as yeah. I like to say, the three San Diego Padres. Yeah, that's something you always say. <laughs> yes. It's a classic quote. So it's the first podcast post-Christmas. What'd you guys get? I got this hoodie. Nice. You want to fuck me? I'd uh, fuck me. I, now I do. <laughs> I do You know, now. I did before, but ever since you got the hoodie, it's just like, no. It's a turn off. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Dude, I got a fucking coffee maker for my sister. Oh my god! Is it one of those K cup things? No, it's a cuisine art or whatever. Okay, dude, it's fucking bananas. I was making I was making coffee like a goddamn pilgrim before, so I'm like, I'm pretty stoked about. You're not like it. one of those awesome. like a uh, hardcore like coffee like enthusiasts where they actually like they pick out the coffee beans, they grind it like right before they put it in the uh, in the coffee maker, and it's just. No, I'm not that enthused about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he does, like, sing his I, coffee song, though, while he's cooking. <laughs> I've got, like, uh, a couple friends from high school. They've been working at, like, Starbucks and, like, various coffee shops over the years. And they've gone, you know, naturally, they've, they've become, like, hardcore, like, kind of coffee right. kind of addicts. And they always tell me, like, always tell me, like, oh, don't, don't buy that shit at McDonald's or Starbucks. You're better off, like, uh, making your own coffee. I'm like... Well, it's true. I'm pretty sure coffee tastes better when you make it yourself. But what are you, what you gonna, gonna make like, yourself? I'm too Throw fucking it. tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the morning, <laughs> to fucking wait. I gotta fucking Go grind pick the some fucking. Beans. You're yeah. asking me to grind coffee beans at seven o'clock in the morning? Well, you gotta roast Fuck you. Roast them. I know. Yeah. Go pick them in your backyard. Yep. Yeah, I will them, say. Them, I will say. Them. Like, I have ha- have had their coffee, and it's fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Hey, know. Jerry Seinfeld, like he's always going to like new coffee places for uh CCC, comedians and cars getting coffee and like yeah. I don't know, he always goes like weird just out of the way places and usually they say like it's, it's okay. really good stuff. I'm going to ask you guys. Yeah. Be serious. Does anybody actually like coffee? I like coffee, really? but I, I can't love it. I, just, I can't drink it all the time. I just I feel like whenever I drink coffee, it's not for the taste, it's just for the caffeine kick. No, like, yeah. I like the taste of coffee. Actually, I drink coffee more, except that, like, sometimes it gives me a headache. Like, if I drink too much of it, I'll start getting a headache, and it, like, ruins my day. What, do you mean the caffeine? Yeah. So, like, I can't drink too much of it. And I, I'd rather have, like, iced coffee than hot coffee, because hot coffee, like, really gives me a headache for some reason. I Dude, I could drink four or five cups, like, back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And just I be, used like, to do fine. that with iced coffee. God, I love coffee so much. I I don't know. I've never really been too into the taste. I just like whenever I go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, like I always like get like a shit ton of like milk and cream to uh, just kind of dilute it Drown to the point out. where it doesn't even like 
taste like coffee anymore. So you don't get black? Uh, I tried. I tried black once. And I've also tried like the espresso shots that they have at Starbucks. Yeah. That's way too fucking intense for me. Yeah, like, I don't really like that too much. People drink, drink coffee like this? Yeah. That's gross. Dude, I went to Dunkin' Donuts like two weeks ago, and I got a large coffee. This is before I got my coffee maker, so I was like desperate. And I didn't want to make it like a fucking pilgrim that day. And they're like, okay, a large coffee. Uh, would you like cream and sugar? I'm like, just a fucking pinch. Like, nope. just a pinch of both. Mm. I fucking got it. It was as white as this fucking paper right here. I'm like, <laughs> I look inside. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. is this? did you just give me milk? Yeah. Is, it, it tasted it like, good? no. It was terrible. <laughs> it was fucking yeah. terrible. Too sweet? I mean, I like, yeah. I like, it's, it's I like sugar, sugar and milk. Yeah, I had sugar and cream. Yeah, and stuff, I feel like people these days, like, they're not really drinking coffee. They're just drinking, like, milk and sugar with a little bit of coffee thrown in. Yeah, which is what I which is what I always get. I always get sugar keeps you up, yeah, it keeps you uh, keeps you running. Yeah, until you crash. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these days, I usually get my caffeine fix from energy drinks, not so much coffee anymore. We'll be back with coffee talk after <laughs> these messages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm trying to think what I got. All I got for Christmas was money. Nice. Yeah. No, I think I'm not. You know, when you're an adult. It's always better to get gift cards and money because when you're a kid, if you got a gift card and money, that's kind of that's kind of lame. You want like an actual present, right? But when you're when you're older, it's like you're used to like buying your own shit. So if someone like gives you something, like unless so you specifically told them like like this is what you want. Like it's kind of it's kind of awkward. Like because like it's a fifty fifty chance that you're actually gonna like you know the gift someone bought for you. Yeah, you know? that's why I rather tell somebody what I want. And just have them get it, or tell them like a certain thing that I want. They can kind of pick something out of well, it. You pick, yeah. But I just don't. I don't like just random. Like, let me get you something. I'll figure something you like. No, you won't. No. You know, you're getting old. Like, when like a coffee maker and a box full of like socks are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would love to get socks. Fuck yeah, dude. I got I got like oh. twelve pairs of socks. I'm like, dude, nothing Paul. awesome. Fucking Nothing golden. feels better than like a brand new pair of socks straight out of the bag. It's just like, oh my god. Okay, hold yeah. on. What's better, new socks or new underwear? Ooh, can I do both? <laughs> uh, for me, socks. I'm going socks. What's yeah. better, new socks or freshly like laying down at night in freshly laundered sheets? Oh, I thought you said money. Well, that's <laughs> laundered that's money. Yeah, that's <laughs> that'll feel pretty money. good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I guess uh, I don't know. I uh, stop me. I'm going sheets. I remember when I was a kid. I, get, I think sheets. My dad used to get so pissed off because he was like, "You're wasting money." But like, I would always like on the cold mornings, I'd always take like my socks and my boxers, put them in the dryer for like ten <laughs> minutes, <laughs> and just like before I left the house, I put them on and I'm just nice and toasty and I'm ready to go. It just felt so good. I did that when it was like in the winter. I, yeah. I, would, I would even throw like my blanket or comforter into the dryer for a little while and then yeah. take it out and be like, oh, yeah, this is nice. That's good shit. Yeah. Just, That's uh, really good just shit. Let everyone home, uh, just let everyone at home know we live in Florida, so it doesn't really get that cold. <laughs> so it's not really it's still necessary. Chilly. But Dude. it still feels so damn good. Dude, See? up north, I used to live in Wisconsin for the majority of my life. And uh, I would just like do my laundry and then like take it out of the dryer and like bury myself and just, I would just like lay under a yeah. fucking oh, man. casket <laughs> of fucking laundry. I, I hate the cold so much. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just can't get used to the cold. Have you ever like uh, been like in a really cold weather environment? Like I've I lived I was born and raised in Florida 
my entire life, so I haven't really spent much time, like, in a really kind of northern state. I think I lived, like, for a little bit in Georgia, but I think that's, like, as far <laughs> as north, really? far north as, like, that's as I've ever lived. So. Dude, I... At least it snows there sometimes. I don't yeah, remember does. the snow. <laughs> Actually, it can get cold there, but, I mean, I've been to Connecticut when it snowed, and there was, like, a blizzard and stuff, and that was when I was a little bit younger, and I remember... Like, I had fun in the snow for a little while, and then, like, you know, your clothes get wet when you're, like, playing in the snow, mm-hmm. and then, like, you're really cold, and then I was sleeping in my grandma's basement, so, like, she, there wasn't much heat down there, Oh God. and I was, like, just, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> like, after after two days of that, I was, like, oh, this kind of sucks, and then when I did the walk across the country, and I was in Washington, it snowed, and I was sleeping out. Yeah, this is, like, tent. early spring. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was snowing, but we were like five thousand feet up in the mountains, so it snowed. And like being in a tent with like not that many clothes and trying to stay warm, uh, I hated it so much. Stop sleeping naked. Well, yeah. can't help it. Had to keep warm somehow. <laughs> Me and Tony just <laughs> so right bad, in there, right in there. How bad did the snow get in Wisconsin, Jonathan? Uh, oh, it has to be I, bad. Yeah, really, really bad. Um, really, we would. I mean, the entire state would shut down. Nobody would go to work. Nobody would go to school. Uh, I remember <clears throat> it hasn't gotten this bad in recent years. It's been more cold rather than more snowy lately. But I remember as a kid, I would like open up my front door and my dad would have like shoveled a pathway that was, I mean, the snow was taller than my head. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's taller than my dad's head and he's six one, So it's like, wow. I don't know, six and a half feet of snow. Yeah. Over like a two night span. Your boss calls you, why aren't you here? Yeah. <laughs> Thank <Wow>. you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <clears throat> even more like even more crazy than that, like the last two years in a row, it's gotten to be about negative 50 wind chill. Ouch. Do you know what negative... The wind sucks, man. Wind like, yeah. chill. Is that when yeah. like your nipples just fall off? Yep. That's <laughs> no, you dude. Fall. You get frostbite when you step outside. Dude, okay. get this. Uh, the year that I left Wisconsin, it was like one of the, like, the worst winters ever recorded as far as uh, temperature-wise. And there was at least... There was three reports... I can't remember the third one, but one of them, somebody stepped out onto their back porch to smoke a cigarette, and before they were done smoking the cigarette, they died of hyperthermia. What? <laughs> yeah. And wow. then, <clears throat> same thing happened a few days later, where a young girl, like, like threw, she got like a flat tire or something, and like pulled over to the side of the road, hmm. and she got out of the car, this is at, in the middle of the night. She got out of the car, went all the way around the car to see which one was flat or something. She just inspected the car, and she dropped dead because wow. it's so cold. Can you fucking believe that? Yeah, that sucks. And plus, this is this is shit that you guys will never experience. Well, maybe you will, but you haven't yet, I'm sure. You don't know what it feels like when your eyeball, like the fluid in your eyeballs <laughs> freeze. or when your, Yeah, yeah. Or when your nose hairs freeze. Yeah. Oh. That's fucking crazy. That's how I don't understand how people like in Russia... And all these like northern countries and stuff. Like, how do they do it? That's fucking how do crazy. They do it? See, I just you know, as like a pure Florida kid, like whenever I hear these stories, I just it just seems like a something out of a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> or well, something, something out of like some weird like kind of Middle <laughs> Earth like land. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, what the hell? Game of Thrones, I, I just, the Wall. I can't imagine right. like going through anything like that because I've just never been exposed to it. Dude, we used to play a fun game too. We would boil, we would boil water, and then we would open up the back and we'd throw, throw boiling it. water. It was just on the stove, boiling water out, and it would, it, would, it, would, it would be like snow. Like, yeah. wow, it's That's insane, awesome. dude. When I went to New York and it was like in the winter. I mean, it wasn't like that cold, but like it was during the winter, New York, and like just 
walking between like the huge buildings like down broadway avenue and all that kind of stuff like the wind just whipping through there mm-hmm. it was it was like i don't know how people tolerate that shit yeah you got to be like acclimated to it yeah it's like it's crazy how Dude, the wind just rips through there that's why everybody like up north and like in russia are just fat because it's <laughs> yeah, like you can't have body yeah. warmth you have to or else you're gonna fucking yeah. die smoking a cigarette yeah yeah i don't know i just uh it just things like you never have to really worry or like think about when you live in florida like yeah I uh like I know like you have to learn how to dress in layers when you move but up north and like I've never had to had to do that so I wouldn't yeah. even know where to start. But did you <laughs> hear that one year like where we actually start had, with your underwear? Yeah, we had like that cold um like a, a pretty cold spell for like three weeks just in Florida. Obviously, it wasn't as cold as other places get, but it was like really cold for down here and like it killed like so many fish and like seventy something manatees died. Because it was just so cold, like it killed. There's just oh my like there's like uh, were you checking their flat tire. Well, yeah, yeah. They just got out of their <laughs> yeah, okay. they got out of their river for too yeah. long and just yeah. froze to death. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, there's like there's like this area where there's just like you can see all these dead manatees. It was just like seventy two or something like that, just dead manatees because it, it it was so cold. I, I remember can imagine that. that smelled really great. Yeah, I'm mm. sure. Yeah, whatever. Maybe if we thaw them out, it'll be okay. <laughs> wow, I don't yeah. know, like. I kind of, I kind of want to like, because my sister moved to Boston. I kind of want to visit her, like during oh. like a uh, during winter time. I heard Boston's Just, fun. Yeah, during winter time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I don't know. I feel like it'd be an adventure for me. I just let's go. I feel like I would. Dude, I'd go to Boston. <clears throat> Let's go right now. I've never been to Boston. Here, we'll be right, right back. Uh, yeah, let's we're gonna go to Boston <laughs> real quick. All right, see ya. And my sister's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> We bring all the mics and everything. <laughs> it's like, and okay. we're back. Hey. <laughs> John's sister's joining us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I yeah, just I got can't. this like funny image of like when you were mentioning the dead manatees, like yeah. cutting them open and be like, and I thought they smelled bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On the just outside. Crawling, yeah, crawling, oh, crawling like, into them. Like an like empire a tauntaun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they kind of look like they kind of look like a lot be. of people were riding the manatees <laughs> trying to get to find their friend. Well, that's why they died. The no, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you can't ride a manatee, no. you can't ride a manatee, and you can't hit him with a weird boat, but people do it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one, ride him or hit him with a boat? Both, okay. Well, to be fair, those manatees they just don't care, they'll that's just true. like go wherever, like that song, <laughs> <laughs> don't ride the manatees, <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I got a. I actually got mostly just gift cards, which is basically what I asked for, really. Yeah. If I wanted, like, you know. Hey, not to get off topic though, how come people thought manatees were mermaids? They're all, they don't look anything like mermaids. Scurvy, dude. Yeah. They're all like <laughs> fucking they have a halluc- flipper. They're all like hallucinating and shit. But look how big a manatee is. Okay, that I'm looks gonna, like a woman. I'm gonna put you a half alone. fish woman. Well, I'm gonna put you on a woman. Lo- I'm going to put you on a boat for six months, malnourish you, and it's going to be only dudes. And then when a fucking manatee comes up, you're going to be like, what's up, girl? But wait. What's up, Where girl? do they see these manatees? Manatees aren't out in the ocean. Singing their siren song, brah. <laughs> Sitting on a rock, waving to them. Hey. With their coconut bikini or shell just, bikini, whatever it is. I think they, I think they f- thought that they found a mermaid like... Two weeks ago or something? You know they have mermaid school? They have a school for mermaids. 
like oh, to, like, to train to, how to be to a train mermaid. how to be a mermaid. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. But you can train to go like under, there's like a video of it. Like you that's train fucking... how to swim underwater like in a, a fish. That's a fucking fish tail. stupid. <laughs> it's actually really impressive, like how they hold their breath. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Like, hey, I'm thinking of joining. I think I'm gonna go. Really? Listen, you're gonna, I went. I went to be a mer- yeah. merman. 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 Listen, or I went into education. Whatever, 21st century. Do I want to become a teacher? Or uh, I'm working at a casino. I could become a dealer, or I could just become a merman. Hold my breath for a while. Which half do? Which half of you is gonna be the fish? Yeah, Ooh, the top, top half. Top half. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk around bottom naked, just <laughs> with a fish head. Okay. <laughs> Mommy, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I think Family Guy did that. I just yeah, that I don't would. Know. I don't know. I just always thought that that was weird. <laughs> that is really fucking weird. <laughs> there's a there's a video on YouTube of like uh they showed this guy. I think it was probably a wiki watcher or someplace yeah, like yeah. that. They showed the it was a merman. He had like an apple, and he bit into it. No, was just, he was underwater the whole time. <laughs> he bit into it, he ate it, and then he was just fine. I'm like, really? Wait, what do you mean he he was just fine? It's an apple. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a fucking arsenic. <laughs> well, how does he how does he eat the apple underwater? Like, that's what I want to know. It's really easy, dude. He did the whole thing underwater. Yeah, but you can eat underwater. You just can't breathe in. Have you ever tried? No, because I'm not tried. an ant. I'm not weird. <laughs> I'm not I'm a merman. merman. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone to school yet. I don't know how to oh, do okay. that. That's like chapter two. How you know, when I was really young, I was like, I don't know. When I first started swimming, I didn't understand like the whole water thing. So I remember I swam one time. I was just wet. And I was just like, this is weird. Like, why can't we breathe water? Like, why can't we do it? So I went underwater, took a big gulp, <laughs> tried to breathe in. Yeah, that wasn't the smartest thing. Out. Yeah, I figured out pretty fast well, why we couldn't do, ever, do it. Have you ever had no dreams that you could... Do you ever have those dreams where you, you think that you can breathe underwater? Mm-mm. Never? I get the ones where I think I can fly or I can jump really high like the Hulk in that movie. <laughs> don't even fucking talk to me about that movie. In the Ang Lee movie. Jump don't for like two miles. Just don't even talk to me about that. I get the ones where like I can run really fast and also like kind of turn invisible. Or, like no one really? sees me. What do you do when you're invisible, John? I Go wish... into the girl's locker room. No, it doesn't, it doesn't usually work like that. It's usually just it's just random stuff. Like I can't. I can't lucid dream at all. So really, yeah. I one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had was I was jumping around and I I was jumping for like two miles or it felt like miles. I was just I would jump really high in the air and just kind of float for like two miles. And I kept doing that and I kept jumping. I was like in this big valley and then I saw like these tornadoes and I was like, oh my god, like tornadoes are coming. I gotta find some place to like. I need to stop jumping around because the tornadoes are coming. I'm going to get caught into uh, one of these funnels. So I saw like this little farmhouse and I went into the farmhouse and there's like these people there. And and this lady was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I need, I need to like get cover. There's tornadoes out there. And they're like, yeah, we know, but you can't, you can't come down. Like you can't go into our basement. I was like, no, 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 we got to go into the basement. They're like, yeah, but you can't. And I was like, why? And they're like, cause I'm a duck. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, what are you yeah, talking about? I did about? not see that one coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just like, what are you talking about? And then they just like turned into ducks and went into the basement. And that was it. That was <laughs> oh it. And then I woke up. Uh, it was so weird. I wonder what the dream yeah. book has to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I <laughs> wow. I got a weird fascination with ducks, guys. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe I just watched like Twister and Howard the Duck in the same day. 
and that's just what happened. Okay, were they like duck people, or did they actually turn <laughs> they, into ducks? No, they turned into actual ducks and like headed down. Like anamorph <laughs> style? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was like I turned away for a second, and when I came back, they were just ducks. Oh, my God. Like, she was in line. When she said, I'm a duck, she, she was a duck. <laughs> Bitch was right. <laughs> I also had a dream one time of uh, a giant dinosaur was like attacking the city, and I had to get out of the city, and it kept coming after me. But it had the face of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, for real. And it had like sharp teeth. And so it just was regular Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with scrawny arms, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chasing me. But he like kept chasing me around, and like no one else was panicking but me. But that was because he was only chasing me. It was like really weird. <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I have like some crazy. I thought maybe I watched Terminator. You know why they were panicking? Because they know. The T-Rex, their <laughs> vision is based on movement. So yeah. they were standing so, still. So is Arnold Schwarzenegger's vision. <laughs> he has a hard time seeing movement. Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been as successful as he is if he didn't have the accent? No. No. I, I mean, the he, accent is like... So. The accent's responsible for like half his fucking movies, right? Yeah, Schwarzenegger nah. also acknowledges it. Like uh, he says, like he said previous times, like, yeah, the accent... Was like uh, was what helped me get like a lot of roles and like he. Yeah. I'm sure it. it helped him, but I don't, I don't know. I think the muscles helped him more than anything. Well, he was yeah. a big action star, and that's what they looked for. Okay, imagine if he didn't have an accent and like just like redo Kindergarten Cop, and he just goes. Well, okay, well Kindergarten Cop. That's it's like not a, a not It's a not a. It's not a tumor. <laughs> yeah. It's not hey. a tumor. <laughs> that's not funny. Get to yeah, the chopper. Get ah. to the get to the helicopter. Okay, yeah, I'm sure when they were like reading the script, they're like, "Well, he really nailed that get to the chopper line." So we'll 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 cast him. Nah, <laughs> he had big muscles. He had this, you know, he's just a big guy. Why not get him in there? Fight the predator. Who else is gonna fight the predator? That thing has weapons and shit. Carl Weathers. Maybe, yeah, couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't do Jesse it. Jesse Ventura. I don't think so. Couldn't nope. do it. Yeah, <laughs> had to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. It still blows my mind that. Just Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger both became <laughs> yeah, governors. governors. Carl Weathers is sitting out like, damn it. Yeah. Well, Carl Weathers, like, he's, he's chilling. He what knows, was the Indian guy's name? Billy something? Was he the guy with the machine gun? Yeah, like, he was the one that, like, cut his chest to, like, when the Predator was coming. He, like, went out God, there. He got like, topless. Predator is such a macho movie. It's I know, so it's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I watched it not, it's not so long ago. It's so homoerotic. Yeah. It's just like that scene where Carl Weathers and Schwarzenegger meet and they do like the, 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 the arm wrestle. <laughs> yeah. What's the matter? See, I got you pushing too many parcels. <laughs> it's just the greatest scene in like man history. It is. Dude, Predator's like badass. Like all of them, just like macho dudes. I know. are just talking about like the craziest shit. Although it was so dumb seeing Agent Brody in Predators. I'm just yeah, like, he's not he's not a character. Like he's not an actor who should be in Predator. Who's a, wait Agent Brody? What do you mean? The pianist. Like the the last part. He was movie in Predators. Yeah. So it was a Topher Grace. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne. <sighs> wait, what the f- what the Predators? What, predators. Are ta- what are we talking about? The predators. pianist. Pianist. What about him? Adrian what? Brody was in Predators. What, is, what the fuck does the piano have to do with it? No, I'm saying that's who he was. He was in that movie, too. I've never I seen that movie. What other movies? Do you know who Adrian Brody is? You don't know Adrian Brody? No. He's in King Kong, the remake of King Kong. Who's that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's what? King Kong? No, who is he in King Kong? <laughs> he was the main guy. There's a lot of main Jack Black? No, the other guy. Oh, King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> he played the monkey. He was Andy Serkis. <laughs> okay. You mean the guy who, like, fall, like the writer guy? 
that fell in love with Naomi Watts. That's Adrian Brody. That's Adrian Brody. I think it's a pussy. He, he won. He won an Oscar for The Pianist. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I know who that is. Yeah, he was in the last Predator movie. Yeah, he was in Predator for some reason. Wait, wait, wasn't the last Predator movie AVP? No, No. it was Predators. There's when did that come out? Like three years ago. Yeah, what? Fairly recent movie. I think the concept is that like, like you have like a group of human kind of convicts. Yeah, they're all convicts. They get sent to like a planet. The planet is inhabited by predators. They get sent to a planet? So yeah. this is in the future? Here we go. The Nashville Predators <laughs> are 2-0. Yeah, second yeah. in Central Division. Okay. And they're playing the Blackhawks. Oh, they're playing right now. Right now. It's 2-0. Short- <laughs> Schwarzenegger's goalie for the, uh, the Nashville Predators. Uh, it came out in 2010. Yeah, fairly recent. This is a movie? Yeah, yeah. Predators. It had Topher Grace. There you go. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I don't blame Danny you Trejo. this is the first you're hearing of it. It really wasn't that... Well, it was okay. It was better than Predator 2. And the AVP movies. Well, yeah. But that's not saying much. <laughs> a lot of things are better than AVP movies. Dude, AVP 2 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, Requiem? Yeah. What? AVP 1 was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was going to say AVP yeah. 1 was terrible. <laughs> but AVP 2 was that much worse. It was, it was worse than it's 1? It's worse than 1, yeah. What wow. was the premise of 2? I, honestly, I don't even remember and I don't even care. <laughs> it was. It was. I know that the main baddie was that alien slash predator hybrid. What? From alien versus Predator 1. Remember when the Predator... Oh, shit. When the Predator, like, had the chestburster alien come out at the very end of AVP. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. You don't know I must have forgotten. The Predator's, like, dead at the end, and then it's, like, yeah. in the spaceship, and then all of a sudden, bam, the, the chestburster like the... comes out. It's, like, the very end. Oh. And that and that and little creature grows up to be a big alien-slash-predator hybrid, and then this is gonna be attacks everybody. This is going to be entertaining. I just... I don't know. The yeah, Predators was okay. Predalien, that's what it is. Predalien. Let's look, oh, let's Jesus. look at some pictures. There, that was him. Jesus Christ. That was the Predalien and and Requiem. I wonder what like what? really Scott like. I wonder what he thinks like when he uh when he saw that. Who was cares? It? He ran that shit with uh, Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, fucking HR Geiger's like rolling over in his grave right now. Wow. Well, shit. apparently that's what I never realized that about the alien that um, the alien actually takes the form of whatever it goes into. Does it? Yeah, because apparently in Alien Three, remember um, the face hugger what latches onto a dog. Not Resurrection. Alien Three, where they're on the prison planet. Oh, okay. And like that face hugger goes on the dog. The whole the alien in that whole movie is you like I think it's pretty much always on its. All fours. All fours. Oh. And that's because it took the form of kind of like the dog. And if you play it, the Alien Trilogy for Psychogenesis, they actually have like dog aliens as like one of the enemies. So so it takes the form kind of of whatever animal. So if it like latched onto a butterfly, you might have like flying, fluttering <laughs> aliens. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> so he's like Kirby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Alien is a form of Kirby. Yeah. Okay. So then what at the end of Prometheus, the thing kind of looks like. Well, I guess it came out of a humanoid humanoid kind of. thing. Okay. That's weird. Dude, Prometheus was such a letdown. They're making a sequel. I don't care. Ridley Scott's doing it, right? I don't care. Ridley Scott kind of fucked up now. He's kind of washed up. He's Aliens lost his fastball. Not, yeah, Ridley yeah. Scott's not doing as well as he used to. It was uh, Exodus that came out recently. Wasn't that, that great? Yeah. You watched it. Yeah. I yeah. fell asleep during it. Yeah. How long was that movie? It was like two and a half hours. And when did the, when did the, the movie start? 
What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. We watched it at like one in the morning. One in the that morning. That might be why I fell asleep. <laughs> but wow. it also wasn't that great. So Christian Bale as Moses didn't really compel you to stay awake? <sighs> no. Okay. But the body of Christ compels me. Okay. The body of Christ compels me. <laughs> to like not watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridley Scott. I'm going to look up his uh, um, filmography. Because like he used to be so good. And like recently, he hasn't I've always been that thought great. he was hit or miss. To be honest, he made some good ones. It's just like but earlier in his career was better. Like consistently bad, really. Who? Really, Scott? Yeah, I mean, recently he hasn't been that great. That's that's a producer credit. Dude, Prometheus had the potential of being so amazing too. All right, let's start earlier. So like, the Duelist, Alien, Blade Runner, yeah. Legend wasn't that great. Black Rain, Thumb and Louise was pretty good. White Squall was okay. G.I. Jane, eh. Meh. Gladiator was good. Hannibal, meh. Eh. Black Hawk Down was pretty good. Magic Man was decent. Kingdom of Heaven, I didn't really care for Kingdom of Heaven. And then everything after, like, A Good Year, I didn't even see. American Gangster was okay. But Body of Lies, Robin Hood, Prometheus, The Counselor, Exodus, all of those movies were not that great. It's At just, least to me. The thing is, he's got, like, a lot of misses, but his hits are just... Way up there. Yeah, but like, his two best hits, I think, are like the early, like in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, he hasn't really done too much. I mean, he, Gladiator was good, but that was two thousand. It's been fifteen years. He was like that guy you knew in high school, where he was just like the man, and like everyone knew, like he's <laughs> and pe- then he's gonna peak in high school. T- t- <laughs> ten year anniversary, he comes back and he's got a beer gut. Yeah, he's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his Twice. job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What would you rather have? His then? kids disown him. Would you rather have Ridley Scott do another Alien movie or George Lucas do another Star Wars movie? Ridley Scott. Yeah. I think so, too. Listen, George Lucas has done six Star okay. Wars, mo- Star wait, Wars movies. Wait, no, he's only done four. Well, yeah. He didn't direct the other two. But, uh, okay, Ridley Scott doing another Alien movie or Steven Spielberg doing another Indiana Jones I'm fine with Steven Spielberg doing Indiana Jones as long as, as long as Lucas doesn't keep his fucking dirty fingers in it. Like just keep just George. Oh, I'm thank you, but no thanks. See the thing Stay is, stay the fuck away <laughs> from our movies. I feel like Spielberg doesn't get enough blame for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because Spielberg had final say on the final edit of the movie. Yes, yeah. he did, but he. He questioned George Lucas's like a lot of his shit, yeah. And Lucas like put his foot down, and Spielberg said, "All right, I want to happen because oh. you're my bud." But Spielberg does like Aliens too, Close Encounters, War of the Worlds, E.T. E.T. Yeah, <coughs> Jurassic Park. I just, <sighs> I mean, I look know. at it. Look at it. He only has one good movie. No. Well, you like American Graffiti. I like American Graffiti. Okay, so he's only got two good movies. Yeah. But he's only directed like six. <laughs> so he, he's got kind of almost the same average as Ridley Scott. Yeah. <laughs> he's bad, man. He's just a bad director. He doesn't know what he's doing. I think I think with age, he kind of like American Graffiti was good. New Hope was good. Well, THX 1138, I think, was decent. You have, to, budget, you have to think yes. about it like this. You know. It's like the heyday of like Star Wars popularity. You know, it was like the seventies and eighties. You know, everyone keeps saying you're like, Hey, you're hot shit. Star Wars is fucking awesome. It's like a huge moneymaker. You keep hearing that for like decades and decades. And you know, after a while, you can't help but think like, Hey, my shit doesn't stink. 
I, everything I do is pure gold, and I I think that's the mindset that you had. When well, you did I prequels. I think it's also the fact that like when you don't have a lot of money, you make do with what you have. Yeah. And when he gets a lot of money, it kind of goes to his head in the sense of like he's like now I can do all this stuff, and he just does too much with it. And it's kind of like I think Peter Jackson with the Hobbit movies. Like mm-hmm. now when he did the Lord of the Rings, like yeah. He got a lot of money to make those movies, but even the studio said like they like regretted giving him that much money ahead of time, <laughs> and because they didn't even realize like what they just did, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, like this guy has not made Peter Jackson movies. Yeah, yeah. Like they were like, "This guy has only done like low budget <laughs> horror films, Frighteners and da- uh, Brain Dead or, yeah. or Dead Alive." Sorry. Um, so they like regretted doing that. But then all of a sudden, like, then he comes out with The Hobbit, and they're like, all right, let's just throw more money at him so that he gets more money to do these, and then it kind of goes south for him. And it's like, I think they're trying to do too much with, with like, these bigger budgets that they get. See, what I loved about A New Hope was that it just felt kind of rough, you know? You could tell, like, the sets weren't all that greatly designed, the uh, special effects I think the really sets there. were wonderfully designed. Wait, really? who? For which A one? A New Hope. I don't know. I felt like even like for that era, like they felt kind of like they weren't like the greatest. But I feel like it just kind of added to the uh, the allure of the movie because the movie takes place in the future, but it's like a dirty future. Like that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot up to that up until that point, like a lot of movies that took place in the future, they were all like clean and pristine and really bland, sanitary. And yeah, it's just stor- George Lucas's uh, version of the future. It was like. Not really post-apocalyptic, but it was really kind of just everything was like not everything was in its right place. Not everything was shiny. Everything was just kind of run down. It was just it just felt more alive that way, ironically. Who do you think is or who's your favorite director right now that's alive and still making movies? Uh, you know mine? Christopher Nolan. I know yours, too. Oh, Christopher Nolan? Well, Nolan's yeah. first one that comes to mind. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Tarantino over. I want to say David Fincher is a very, very close second. For me, it's the two. David Fincher and the Coen brothers. It's, like, really close for me. I thought you were going to say Farley brothers. <laughs> the Farley brothers. <laughs> yep. One Something of them's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Movie 43. Can't yeah. go wrong with those. No, the Coen brothers and David Fincher are, like, up there. I like... Obviously, I still love Spielberg, but I feel like even Spielberg hasn't really made like something amazing. What has Spielberg done in the past decade? He hasn't really. He's still done like good movies, but he hasn't done like. He was so good at making blockbuster films, and I feel like he just got away from that. And he's even said he didn't want to do those anymore, which, which is, is fine. like that's if that's his choice, that's cool. That's but... Michael Bay now. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, but block- uh, yeah, but okay. Michael Bay doesn't do them as well as Spielberg. I mean, Jaws, Jurassic Park, E.T., Thir- Close Encounters, Indiana well, that's Jones. because they also have a story. Yeah. Michael Bay is just Michael all... Bay is Transformers, Transformers 2, Transformers 3, Transformers 4. Well, I will say that the Bad, Bad Boys. Boys movies were really entertaining <laughs> to watch. Hey, yeah, I like the first two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty well. Well, I think there were only two. <laughs> uh, I thought there was three. Was there? Yeah, I think so. No, I think there's only two. Oh, I really? think they're coming out with a three. Uh, I will say my favorite Michael Bay movie is still to this day The, the Rock. Rock. I knew you guys. It was that. so awesome. Ah, oh, Jesus! Yes, I fell so asleep awesome. during that movie. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is it. just like he was so good at that movie. And Sean yeah. Connery had like the best line of all time. Indiana Jones five. Winners go Ugh. home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah, 
We're looking you, at uh, Spielberg's wait, um, director Indiana credits. Jones 5? Yeah, Indiana Jones 5 was announced. They, they want to get one more in before Harrison Ford bites it. They want to fix don't they, up that one. Oh, God, I'm going to break my Crystal rule. Crystal Skull. But, like, why don't they do it like James Bond, where they just replace the lead? They yeah. could. I mean, be no in one, Indiana Jones, then. Yeah, but Bond's still Bond. Yeah, because that, that, that's a culture now. I think it only works for Bond because they did it so long ago, and they kept with it. I think yeah. the producers, like the Eon Productions and Albert R. Broccoli or whatever, because they stuck with it, it worked out. But I don't think it works out for everything. Just like with the Bourne Legacy, with Jeremy Renner, like getting him in there. Well, he didn't, Damon. he didn't play Jason Bourne. He played no, like, I know, but they're still like bringing in like leads. I, I think it's hard to replace a character, like a lead, in another franchise. I think if you, f- I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but if you find like the right guy, like he could definitely step in to. Uh, Ooh, did you hear that? Uh, I know we talk about James Bond too much, but did you hear that <laughs> that thing <laughs> about Idris Elba? Like, they're talking about how they wanted Idris Elba to be, like, the first black James Bond. And, like, uh, <laughs> but a lot of people are, like, pissed off about it. Like, or who was it? Um, well, Daniel Craig is still James Bond. No, I know. He still has two more in yeah. the canon. But, like, there's going to be, like, they're going to have to replace them. So they were thinking about Idris Elba. But uh, what's his name? Fucking the oh, – shit. I can't even think of his name. I don't, people are not going to go for a black James Bond. Who's the guy with the mustache who's Hitler. always on Fox yeah. <laughs> News? Hitler. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Hitler. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Wait, the guy with the mustache? Oh, God. He's, so, he's so weird. Oh, shit. What no, movies? the guy. No, he's not, not oh, movies. The guy. Fox News. The guy. It's um, – I'm going to look it up right now. That guy. Ethan Cohen. No. Geraldo Rivera? Her, yeah, that's it. Rivera. Like he's talking he's gonna about. He's going to be James Bond? No, yeah. Okay. He's going to be the next James <laughs> yeah. Bond. <laughs> yeah. He's got that Dalton kind of look. Um, A little bit. No. Rivera said that he hates. I'm spelling that wrong. Oh, um, Geraldo Rivera? Yeah. Yeah. He said that he like hates the idea of a black James Bond. I, I, I think people will be fine with it. But James Bond's I, changed so many times. Yeah, at this point, like, why does it matter anymore? You know? I, I said to this day, I feel like John Hamm from Madman would be an excellent James Bond, even though he's not British, you know. Yeah, but I don't think it. Well, it just about is actually, isn't he? Yeah, he's British. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it really matters anymore. See, the thing is, like the character of James Bond itself, like he's such like, like he's like a. Oh, that's what it was. Not Harold Rivera. It was uh, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that's Rush Limbaugh doesn't have a mustache. That's not. Wait, no, maybe about? I'm thinking. Of, no, it is Harold Rivera then. Okay. I'm confused now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the character James Bond, like, it's not necessarily because he's British or because he's white. He's just, like, he's, like, kind of dangerous, but also very gentlemanly. He's also very charming. I heard he's an asshole, though. Yeah. Also, like, uh, an asshole. (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah, but there's that. I think it it works for James Bond, too, because there is that fan theory that James Bond, even the name James Bond is a code name, and that's why it's, like... Yeah, there's different. so many different actors because it's I don't not. I think that's true though. I mean, a lot of they, that's like the theory and stuff. But whenever you watch like all the movies, well, Skyfall kind of blew that theory out of the water because Skyfall redid the whole thing. They kind of restarted it twice with Casino Royale, and then they restarted it again with Skyfall. I think it's funny when people try to bring order to this thing, like uh, to like James Bond continuity. You don't like, really have like, to. It, there's, there's really no continuity. I know they're trying to bring order to chaos. Like yeah. there's. There's no need to. Well, that's like, it's the same people that are like, uh, have you guys heard of like the Pixar theory? 
Yeah, yeah that's all interconnected or whatever. Yeah, every movie that Pixar does is like I think people some, just say that though. Some timeline that exists with like magic and a, a couple of apocalypses. Have and you stuff. ever heard the thing about Pokemon? Where no. Ash's the whole thing with <laughs> it's so weird that Pokemon there it's not real. Ash is in a coma and like or he's like dreaming or some shit and like he dreamt up Pokemon and that's just all part of his dream. And like the reason they say this is because in like the first few episodes of the TV series, you can see him like walking around like uh outside and there's actually like cows. There's not like cow Pokemon, there's cows outside and they're like regular animals. But then like he goes inside and then there's something that happens to him where he gets hit or something. And then that's when he like he like wakes up or something, and then that's when he goes and gets Pikachu and all that kind of stuff. That they say it's it's all part of his dream. Wow, it, I I, it's just so weird. And, and the Pixar thing I've heard, but like, I think it's just Pixar leaving like Easter eggs in their movies that kind of yeah. interconnect it with like a reference, right. but they don't think that far ahead where they're like, yeah, this is all part of the same timeline. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched a few YouTube videos on it. It's Clever. It's interesting, but I mean, that's definitely a stretch. Reaching. They're yeah. definitely reaching. I feel like the same way with The Shining, like Room 237, some um, of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Have you watched that movie? Netflix. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff was a stretch. Some of it was a stretch, but some of it made a lot of fucking sense. Some of it was really good. Some of it I thought was like pretty good, but there's like something like the woman with the Minotaur being in the poster. Yeah. And it's just a guy skiing, but she's like, if you look at it a certain way, it looks okay. like a Minotaur. Yeah, but if you look, <laughs> come on. We're talking about if you haven't seen the documentary Room Two Thirty Seven, it's it's basically a documentary on the movie The Shining. Um, it 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 basically points out what you could call Easter eggs in The Shining, but really what I gathered from it is that it's a documentary about how uh, Stanley Kubrick was trying to tell his audience through The Shining that he filmed. The fake moon landing. But do you think that's true? Mm, no. But there are a lot of crazy references in it. There is. I, I saw that part, and it was like interesting hearing all that stuff. I don't think he filmed the moon landing. I think we have landed on the moon. Mm. But uh, Mythbusters busted it. That we haven't, or have that we have. Oh uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we have. Um, but I do know people who think we haven't, and you know whatever. It would make sense that we would make it up. Given yeah. the circumstances. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. like, I mean, it's possible that we haven't, but I just think it's, I don't know. Like, have you seen, like, some of those videos where, like, they have videos on YouTube of astronauts first getting out of, like, the space shuttle and how they, like, because of the gravity and everything, they're, like, slipping and falling everywhere. But they don't show that stuff on TV because it was like, kind of embarrassing. So they right. would only show, like, where they are actually, like, you know, slowly hopping and putting in the flag. But there's like so many videos out there of like them like getting out of the shuttle and like falling and just <laughs> falling all over the place. Like I didn't like look it up, but it's just it's pretty funny like seeing one that kind of stuff. Small step well. for man, <laughs> one away. <laughs> what I find really interesting is that um, there was 13 seconds of radio silence as soon as they landed, and where Houston they they never responded back to Houston, and they thought that they were dead after landing. What they were doing. Is that all three of them, Buzz Aldrin and Lance, Lance Armstrong and that third guy that nobody knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I find it really interesting that it was so calculated to land on the moon and everything was just, everything had an order and everything was just so fucking planned out except for one little fact. They didn't know 
who was going to get out first. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they were yeah. arguing in in the the Moonlander. That's funny to me. <laughs> to like, you go out there. I'm not going out there. Yeah, yeah. There That's could funny. be like moon monsters out there. <laughs> Dude. Did you... Apollo uh, 18. Moon there's monsters. There's uh, apparently Nixon. Was it Nixon? Or somebody? Was it... Or somebody, somebody else. I'm trying to remember. I don't want. Uh, whatever. But like, apparently there were two speeches written. Yeah, I heard about that. One for congratulating them on getting to the moon. The other, well, talking about their valiant effort before they died. <laughs> really? Oh wow, that's pretty yeah. intense. Just makes sense. You gotta be prepared. <laughs> yeah, but come on. <laughs> Can't right, we'll you just wait to see what happens instead of just uh, just saying that? So we're looking at the video. I think this is it. I don't know. There's like a couple, but I'm trying to see if this is the one. So what is like the the what is like the most popular reasons against <laughs> the moon landing? Like against it? Yeah. Was that because we were in a race with the Soviet Union? We just made it up, and we wanted to. We created we. Essentially created the entire space race, yeah. Um, as a mock to the Soviet Union, so that they would literally exhaust all their funding towards making yeah, it to the moon. Kennedy promised uh, we'd land on the moon, like during like a presidential speech. Yeah, so it, it was basically a, an attempt to essentially bankrupt the Soviet Union. Yeah. And nice. and plus, like the whole morale part of it, like yeah, yeah we're a better country because we made it to the moon first and all this shit. So. I mean, those are the most popular reasons. Right. Again, I think there's like, you can easily say that it's a conspiracy, though, too, which is kind of like what bugs me. Because you can say that about anything. You can say we've never been to, like, fucking Brazil or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it's like so we're watching, like, he's doing push ups falling on the moon. It's just like so hard for them to. <laughs> <laughs> that is really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you think like they would show that <laughs> that kind of stuff. That is re- oh poor Buzz. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> is this Please, YouTube astronauts Ooh. falling on the moon. The only thing that would make this even better is the yakety sax. I think I think it does have like a funny yeah, <laughs> or like the wow. B- Betty, Betty Hill yeah. It's just funny because like kicking up dirt and like. This is fucking. But see, it's like stuff like that that makes me think like we probably were on the moon. Because like, why would they film this shit? This is great, man. This is pretty funny. There's there's more of them, but can, like can I just hear the music? Uh, yeah, let's see. It. Is there music? Oh, uh, it's just this. Oh, okay. I was I was I was hoping for Benny Hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny though. But yeah, I thought like I remember our uh, astronomy teacher showing us that kind of stuff, like how they would first get on the moon and it would just be like so hard to walk on the moon that they'd have to get used to it a little bit. So. It's fu- it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to take a break and then afterwards we can talk about a mm. movie that we all saw? Oh yeah, and we can get really in depth with it. Yeah, let's uh, take a break here. You guys listen to some messages. We'll be right back. Resident Evil, Bioshock, The Last of Us, Silent Hill. What do those all have in common, John? Games that you still have not given back to me. Well, you wanted those back. Well, yeah. They're no good. 
What are you using those games for? Well, I'm part of this podcast, John, and so are you. What's the podcast called? It's called Horror Play. Should what do we do that? in Horror Play? Well, we rate games. We play them. We rate them. We stream them sometimes. Oh, wow. Where can I find this podcast? A uh, little website. www.sharkdropper.com If I check it out, will you give those games back to me? No. Oh. Shark And we're back. Well, that was a pretty uh, entertaining break. <laughs> oh, man, we took actually a long break this time. <laughs> yeah, we did. We, it was uh, like 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we should have just recorded. I know. We talked about a lot of stuff. Okay. We could have just put it on Shark Dropper. Well, it's all lost now. <laughs> eh, whatever. Uh, basically, we're going to put a Garish dodgeball team. Yeah, we, for some <laughs> reason, went into... Uh, <laughs> watching dodgeball quarterfinals on yeah. YouTube. No, but it's not just dodgeball. It's trampoline dodgeball. Yeah. That's intense, though. Right. It looks fun. And there's a sky zone. That's where they, like, practice and stuff or do their tournaments. So, like, there's uh, a sky zone around here. I think I like this knocker ball idea better. Yeah, knocker the knocker ball. ball is, if you guys don't know, it's basically soccer, but you're in a big bubble. And you can kind of knock people around and stuff. I, I don't know if they play bubbles. this. I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know if you... If it has the same rules as soccer, but it looks like soccer. There might be different rules since it's called knocker ball. (laughs) You're basically kicking because you don't have arms. Your arms are inside holding onto the the ball. There's no handballs. That's awesome. So team shark dropper. Yeah, I would do both of those. Dodgeball and knocker ball. I'm down. (laughs) Dude, why don't we fucking do a team of something? Like, Why don't we do like a soccer team or something? Uh, I suck at soccer. Once a week. Ah, You're getting out. You're outside running around. Yeah. Let's do volleyball. I play that every week. I see. I see us. We could all use a little, a little bit more exercise. I know. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I played volleyball fun. yesterday. I'm like so sore right now. So sore. Dude. Yeah. Let's start a team. Let's do it. Strike dropper. <laughs> Dude, we should. Let's try the dodgeball one. <laughs> let's just see well, how we much it wait costs. For, we gotta wait for a fucking trampoline place to open up. No, it opens up. It was just announced. Just yeah, announced. just announced that they're going to build it. No, I think it's just announced that it's here. Oh, oh you couldn't fucking find it, dude. Hold on. No, because I was looking for D-Zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a mystical joke. D-Zone that you could not find. There was a D-Zone okay. that was just like, it was like a fun place yeah. <laughs> in Clearwater that like you go in there and it's like for kids and stuff and they like play on like trampolines and shit. Yeah. I'll look <laughs> up. You type in D-Zone one more time. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. Sky Zone, Tampa. Hey, here's oh, a, it's an indoor here's, trampoline park. So here's like a forced transition. You know what kind of sounds like D zone? What? Demilitarized zone. Hey. And you know where that is? Nope. Between North and South Korea. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> North and South Korea, did you see a North movie? Korea. Well, just speaking of North Korea, <laughs> did you see a new movie recently, John? I tried to. I tried to watch it. Mm, not necessarily illegal means. I'm not going to say either way. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that when I went to go watch it, all the uh, the links that were given to me were all gone. So <laughs> I ended up so, trying to find it. I ended up like uh, renting on iTunes, but my iTunes account got locked for some reason. North Korea did it. Yep. Yes. They locked your iTunes You know what's account. stupid about Apple customer support is that like, well, this is my experience. I couldn't like talk to someone like in a live chat. I actually had to schedule a phone call with really? Apple. Yeah. That's so true, I'm man. expecting a phone call from Apple on Wednesday night, <laughs> 645, just so I can watch That's the, the soonest interview. you could do it? Yeah. That's shitty, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's like one reason why I like like Squarespace 
like they they get back to you within like 24 hours and like like usually when you start messaging them back they message you back like pretty fast i'm gonna look at uh tick let's do group events i told you the park is coming soon yeah but uh, sarasota we'll go to sarasota then no i'm not going to sarasota once a week to fucking play dodge not once a week we'll do it once a month no let's just look it up i just want to see how much it costs there's got to be like a closer dodgeball place around here. There is. It's not Sky Zone. It's a stupid. It's, it's D a Zone. It's D Zone. So anyway, I won't be able to watch the interview till Wednesday because of Apple. But I know you two guys saw the interview in the theater. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah, we went to Tampa Theater uh, Saturday night, which is an independent theater. That's why they were allowed to show it. It's all. It's a very classy, classy <clears throat> theater. Yeah, I was actually surprised they were showing it. They actually had security there, which security. we saw, like, yeah, like, police outside. And stuff. That's okay. a big black guy. Yeah, he's just, like, it watching around. Was it really, like, the only around. theater around here that was showing the movie? Uh, That I know of, yeah. yeah. At least around the Tampa Bay area. So, so wait, I mean, if you haven't seen it, do you really want us to get into it? Yeah, go for it. Well, listen, we won't do spoilers. Not, we'll no, just go ahead, spoil it. No, 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 really no, no. We won't do it for the listeners either. Listen, we won't spoil it. Like we'll just say, like, some of the stuff. I've seen every, well, pretty much every Seth Rogen, James Franco movie and the movies they've done separately. I feel like I know, like, I don't know what happens in the movie, but I get, I feel like I have, like, a good gist of what's going on. Hold um, Before we get into it, though, I just want to say that we looked up the pricing for dodgeball trampoline, and come on, 20 bucks for two hours. That's not that bad. 20, 20 bucks for two hours. Per person? Per person. Yeah, per, fuck that. <clears throat> but that's like group pricing. Uh, no, nope. for two hours, twenty bucks in Sarasota. You spend that much going bowling and stuff like that in Sarasota. Putt putt's the same thing in Sarasota. Yeah. No, this actually uh, isn't in Sarasota. It's in Clermont. Where the hell it's is the that? gas money? I don't kill you, really. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm just looking at prices. The other place, there is a trampoline place around here that's not this place. Jeez, what is it with you and trampolines, Rob? Because that's just how they play dodgeball now. <laughs> it's new and hip, okay? I don't make the rules. I've never played dodgeball. I want to start now. <laughs> and it's only $20 every two hours. Well, let me give so you a tip. Come on. You don't, let me give you a tip. You don't need a fucking trampoline to play dodgeball. Okay. You just need a ball. Yeah, and a room. And at least, more, at least two people. And a room. Okay, okay, I want more than two people. Okay. That's not dodgeball. You don't That's need a room to time. play dodgeball. You can go out in the field. No. There's, where's the field? Anywhere. I don't know. The graveyard? That's listen, the graveyard. You can't play in a field dodgeball. You're going to be chasing the balls half the time, like running around. Like It's going to go past you. Then you're going to have to turn around and run listen, <laughs> after the ball. Is, is there like some kind of global organization that regulates all dodgeball games? Yeah, the global dodgeball <laughs> organization. We just the watched GDO. the quarterfinals. I think <laughs> okay. they have some... They have okay. rules. They have a governing okay. organization. Yeah. Clearly, it's like so it's Doom versus Ham. That's what we quarterfinal. So, Ham lost. so there's like instead of FIFA, there's like a DFA somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh DFL. man, you are being such a DFA. Okay. <laughs> or was it FIDA? Whatever. Right. FIDA. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'll I'll look it up later. But twenty bucks, that's not that bad to play. Okay, guys. Basketball. Just okay. go into the interview. Okay. Spoil right. it for if you want. No, not we're not gonna I won't spoil it. All right. We watched the interview at Tampa Theater. There's actually it's when we first got there there wasn't that many people, but it ended up being like a decent amount of people showed up. How yeah. big is that theater? How big is that theater? It, it's pretty big. It's yeah. only one theater. Like right. 300, 300 people? 
Maybe it's a yeah. decent size. Could I mean, it f- no, I think it can fit like five hundred or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. The people are standing in the aisles or something like that. Well, certain movies, yeah. Yeah. Um, but with the interview, I mean, they didn't sell out or anything. But um, there's a decent amount there. The movie itself, I thought was funny. It's not. It doesn't have like political, like that much political humor. It's not necessarily really? a satire. Wow. But <laughs> it's just a stupid comedy, and that's just okay. what it is. Well, if you're going into it, like okay, okay, it is a. It's pretty much a Seth Rogen, exactly what you expected from a Seth Rogen James Franco movie. But on like the scale of it, it's not like the best they've ever done. It's not the worst they've ever done. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm. But um, I was laughing out loud quite a bit actually. Really? I mean, but yeah. it's not like clever humor. It's stu- it's just stupid, it's stupid shit. fucking humor. Yeah. It's wow. not like there's some cheap laughs, but I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty f- funny, like in parts. Um, I thought it was decent, like Jonathan said. It's not their best. It's not their worst. But like, it's gotten like you know mediocre reviews, like on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, and and just overall. And like, I can see that because it's not. It is just a stupid comedy. And yeah. like, maybe if they did go with more polit- like a political satire. And made f- kind of like poked holes in more of like American society and, Rogan, and North like, Korea society. It would have been a little bit better. I'm not saying they're dumb, but do you think they regarded. actually have like the uh, the capacity to actually make political like satire humor? I think, yeah, I think they can. I mean, Seth Rogen said that him and James Franco and I forget the guy who directed it, uh, Evan Goldberg, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but th- he said that they all did watch like tons of footage of north korea like just like documentaries and and all this kind of stuff so like they did there was some satire with american economy and and like the whole and like north korea and kind of treating them as like you know these these evil people and and stuff and like north korea treating us as like these evil people and there was some of that it just didn't it wasn't overflowing and a lot of it was just stupid humor and i think like if it did have more political satire it would have been more regarded as like a, a better film mm-hmm. but again like that's just a seth rogan movie and it was just and, stupid and, and, and i was okay with that it makes fun of americans just as much as it makes fun of north koreans right yeah so the running joke over you know the past weekend was that north korea was actually the good guys instead of like bombing theaters they were trying to prevent <laughs> a bomb from hitting theaters yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no Okay, so where would you rank it? Like, because I feel like you're describing Pineapple Express to me. Like, it's just kind of I liked it better than Pineapple Express. So really. did I. I wasn't really a big fan of Pineapple Express. I yeah, uh, I didn't like Pineapple. See, Pineapple Express was kind of meh to me, and like the way you make it seem like it sounds like another meh kind of. No, it's not a meh. It's better than a meh. Yeah, it's better than a meh. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. a, it's a hmm. Like, it's a yeah. yeah. No, you'll yeah. you'll 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 walk away from it. Glad that you saw it. Okay. Yeah, it's not a waste. Of, it's not a waste of time. You're, you're going to see it, and yeah. it's not like it's like laugh a minute, but it's like there's not too much time between each really good joke. I yeah. mean, it's they're not great jokes. But it's just if it, it, a lot of it reminded me of like the humor in like Doppel Avenue hurt. Like I could see like a lot of that same stuff happening in. Doppel. Ooh, new season of uh, Doppel Avenue. <laughs> James Keys goes to North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that'd be good. Get taken down by North <laughs> like, Korea. Like hacked into us. <laughs> there's just this one joke that just I don't know why, but it just stuck with me. Uh, there, Seth Rogen has a intimate scene with one of the North Korean generals. She's a or not generals, but she's like a media consultant. Consultant, she, yeah. Anyway, she works for Kim Jong Un, and. They start like there's always this sexual tension between them through two thirds of the movie, and then in the third act, they end up like hooking up. James Franco comes in and he's <laughs> upset about something, so the North Korean lady hides under the covers. And remember, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And he, he James Franco's so upset about something, he sits down on the bed, and Seth Rogen's trying to play it off like she's not under the covers. He's like, oh. James Franco goes, oh, God, I'm just so upset. I could just, like, I just need to hit something. And he just starts pounding on the bed, like, everywhere that she's not. <laughs> yeah. He gets it's all around her. <laughs> so stupid. Is, like, but couldn't you see that, like, in Doppler? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and he does it, like, multiple times. Like, he'll, like, hit hit the bed and then, like, have a conversation and be like, oh, that gets me even more upset. And then he starts, like, you know. I thought the guy who played uh, Kim Jong-un actually was... Yeah, pretty he was funny too. Randall Park, Asian I guess, from uh, The Office. Yeah, he's been in a few other things too, and like, I thought he did like pretty well as Kim Jong Un. Who's he in The Office? I don't, I don't remember. He him. just he won a, one episode. Oh. One episode, like uh, one of those like those openings, like uh, where Jim played a prank on Dwight. <laughs> he had uh him come in and uh, pretend to be Jim. Oh, like Chinese Jim? Yeah, or yeah Korean yeah. Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. Oh man. Yeah, so I think like I mean overall, I thought the movie was decent. I don't think it's one that like I would. It's worth buy. the six bucks I paid for to rent it. Yeah, and still yeah. have. I mean, we paid eleven, ten, whatever it was to go see it in a theater. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, it's not a waste of money. No. Nah. Okay, that's cool. I actually like now. I like seeing comedies like in with a group. That's kind of why I wanted to see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm glad like we went to Tampa Theater and checked it out. Drink, I, uh, have two drinks, and then start it. And then have one while you are watching it. Yeah. I think uh, I read something really interesting. The movie made around $15 million in online. 18 million? Yeah, just, I just looked it up. 18. And online sales. That's the biggest one uh, in history now, right? But you got to think that makes sense because they only really released it online. I mean, yeah, After it came in theaters, but it was only independent theaters. Like so handful. a lot of people, I don't agree with it, but a lot of people are pointing to it as kind of a a test case for releasing movies the same day of that they're released in theaters online. Yeah, I don't think they should do that, though. I don't agree with it because all the hype surrounding it kind of pushed the sales up. But I just feel like... But it's not even that. It's It didn't come out in theaters. Like, I mean, it did. It came out in, like... Very a, limited. Two, like, like, okay, but 200 theaters compared to the normal 35 to 4,000, like 3,500 to 4,000 theaters... Obviously, it's going to do well online because it's only coming out in a handful, like 100 to 200 theaters. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. That's the only way people can see it. Well, from a consumer's point of view, I'm, I'm sure that we would all prefer that um, because I think it was like the last Shark Dropper, you guys. You're, John, you were specifically talking to the consumer's uh, experience yeah. going to the movies today. It's atrocious, man. I mean, you're just yeah. dumping... I mean, for two people to go see a movie, if you include, like, you know, sodas, snacks, hey, even if you buy a beer there, you're looking at, like, 45 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's to go see a movie. Yeah. yeah. And, that's and, like, and it's like you got to sit there, like, even if you have to pee mm. or, you know, you can't 
They're trying to make it more of an experience rather than just going to see a movie now. Well, yeah, but... And fucking A, dude. Like, I saw Interstellar. That was right up against three hours. It's like, yeah. I need to fucking take a piss, man. But that's which, not a movie you can walk away from. Which is why I think movies are maybe longer now, is the fact that they're trying to they make They want to make you hold your pee. No, yeah. <laughs> Give me an intermission. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me an intermission. Let's bring back the intermission. <laughs> they might actually do that. I mean, if you think about it. Granted, there were long movies back in the day. Gone with the Wind is like fucking four hours long. Yeah. But, but there was intermissions. There was intermission. Same with Ben-Hur and Dr. Zivago. But... I'm saying nowadays, like just regular movies that normally wouldn't be over two hours are over two hours. Like, I mean, comedies now are over two hours. Sci-fi That's movies are over two hours. Comedies should not be over two it's, hours. It's it's just how it is now. Plus, you add the the theatrical trailers in the beginning, which is another 10, 15 minutes. So, yeah, you're getting like this longer. And I think they're doing that because, granted, it depends on who's directing and who's in it and, and like how big the movie is. But... I think it's also for the fact that they're trying to make it more of an experience, like you going into the movies. Yeah, and summer blockbusters are also getting pretty longer too. They are every every summer blockbuster now is like two and a half hours. Why? Just because I think they're like they're having. Star Wars was like what a little bit shorter, two hours. Maybe? It's weird because it's it doesn't make sense to me in the fact that like people's attention spans are shorter nowadays. Right. That like that's why action movies are so action packed is to keep people like they even say that when you write like writers now don't write scenes that take place over five to ten pages they write scenes that take place within two pages and then they move on to the next scene because to keep somebody's attention you have to keep going but then like how come these movies are so long i mean obviously you're jumping from scene to scene but you're still having this long ass movie doesn't make sense from a business standpoint either because general rule of thumb is is that the shorter the movie the more showings that you can put right throughout the R- day. Exactly. So a movie like, you know, that's like three and a half hours long. Like how many showings realistically can you have Usually throughout the day? Usually three, yeah. It'd be a lot less than a movie that's like 90 minutes long. Yeah. yeah it, like Robert was saying, I think it just comes down to the director too and how much clout the director has is probably directly correlated to how much good gets edited out. How long was Interstellar? Two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Did you feel like that was too long? For a movie like that, I I enjoy, like, if I wanted to go see a Christopher Nolan movie, i.e. Inception, not one of the Batmans, but i.e. Inception or Interstellar, it, it's it's on a higher level. It's not, like, high concept. It's higher level okay. movie experiences. It's like you got you got to sit there. You got to pay attention. If you blink for too long, you're going to miss something. I I enjoy long movies like that. If it keeps me going, if it keeps me thinking, if it keeps me on edge, if it's a new concept that I, I, I've never experienced. But, like, you go see The Exodus and it's the Moses story. It's like, come on. Does that need to be two and a half hours? Yeah. Well. I don't think so. I just, for me, it's more of, like... There's, is there any food for thought in that movie? Like, well, I, I, I don't mind if a movie is longer. And there are a lot of movies that I like that are just longer films. The problem is... I like them, but it's hard for me to go back to them. Yeah. And because I can't just devote another three hours to watch the same movie again. So, like, I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't know how many times I've really sat down and watched the whole thing all the way through. Maybe right. twice. Same with me with Zodiac. I've only watched it once. <coughs> I love the movie, but I've never watched it again. Honestly, uh, Zodiac's the only one that I could, and that was just because I love the why? movie so much. Dude, I've seen that movie a ton of times, like, all the way through. All right. So, here's my kind of unfounded theory that's. I've done no research on. It's just based purely in my head. Good. Can't wait to hear. 
the reason Your why dick. movies are getting longer <laughs> yeah. is because Illuminati. the success of television shows. Mm. You have like shows like Breaking Bad, even Walking Dead, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, you know, these people, consumers are watching these TV shows and like obviously these TV shows have 20 plus episodes. So that's like 20 something hours. So like I'm thinking like these movie producers are thinking like, well, we got to give customers more bang for their buck, you know, because obviously these movies cost more, you know, to for the customers than a TV show. But movies really. aren't hurting for money right now. They're not. They're not. But movies like in general, like, actually, the American market isn't even the number one market anymore. It's everything that they make overseas. Most movie studios now could care less about what they make in America. They make more money overseas than they do in America anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I mean I get like what you're saying, like that makes sense. For me it's like I can understand that. The thing about like T V shows is it's obviously cheaper than going to the movies. It's cheaper. You also you have like more, more room to tell a story, obviously. Right. Oh, you get the you have the serial aspect of it. But that's yeah. also why I think writing for T V is almost kind of easier than writing for a movie. Yeah. It's also the reason why you have these like all these trilogies. Really, right? Well, I think that that speaks more volumes to your theory than the longer movies. I think it's yeah, yeah. more of the or like the uh, the Hunger Games trilogy. Didn't the last movie get split up into? Yeah, a, but they've been doing that movies. with everything. I think that's more of a money. Harry grab. Potter. There are like there are actually eight Harry Potter movies, even though there are only seven books. Yeah. Well, The Hobbit's only one book, four hundred pages. They could have told that story in a three-hour movie. Yeah, they could have. They should have just done. that. They added a lot of shit to those <laughs> movies too. I read the book. Yeah, a couple years too. ago. Yeah. yeah. They added a lot. I don't know. I feel like TV is gaining, has been gaining a lot of momentum, a lot of ground in the past decade, maybe even two decades. And I feel like the, the movie industry feels like it needs to do something to, to keep a, to keep up. But how do you, <clears throat> speaking to that point, how do you get across a character development or a, a character arc i.e., well, you don't know. You, you haven't seen it, but you have to, i.e., Walter White. How do you do a Walter White in Breaking Bad if not over a five-year period? You, Honestly, you can't do it in the movie. You just can't. You, you cannot. Just, but I think you can. Well, unless like it's something like Harry Potter where there are no. like eight movies. Well, here's the thing. I think you can get really deep with the character in a movie. I think it's really hard. Are we and talking about like just one movie or like <clears throat> one trilogy? Movie. One, one movie. movie. I think you can totally do it. I think What's movies the length of this have movie? done it. Doesn't matter. Two okay. hours. Just a regular two-hour movie. I think you can get really deep with the character because it, it's it's happened before. There's a lot of older movies that get like okay. more well, character a, driven. Here's a pop quiz for you. Yeah. What's the shortest movie you can think of that had like really good character development? I, there's oh. a, I think there's a bunch. Really? I, well, I, I mean, just I, I got a name. Chinatown. Chinatown with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Most people say that that's like I've taken a lot of film classes and I've read a lot of screenplay books, and a lot of people will say that Chinatown is one of the best written movies. Written wise, like best written. I mean, obviously, it's good, like, got great direction and acting too, but it's like almost the perfect screenplay. Okay, so you gave Chinatown. me the perfect screenplay as the example. But, but no, but I'm saying like that perfect screenplay was able to like capitalize on a great character development with him. So they pitched a perfect game realistically. How, how often yeah. can like someone. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is, that. Well, that's why you have like, well, maybe that's not why you have it, but I mean, the Academy Awards. What what movies get nominated? Not big blockbusters. It's usually character driven dramas and shit. It's 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 dramas that focus on like 
these characters that are going through something that's that's carrying the story. I mean, that's why you have like the best actor category and the best actress. You're not going to get Mark Ruffalo for the Hulk yeah. as a best actor normally. It's like, just you have like so much less room for error in a movie. That's why I think it's harder to write for a movie. You mess up in an episode of some TV series, which not yeah, even whatever. mess up, but you you like say you do something and you're like, eh, I really want the character to go this way. You can kind of direct him to that point within the next couple episodes because you have right. that leeway. In a movie, you're one and done. You do it, and you just hope for the best. Yeah, I, I'm thinking a, a shining example that just is, is screaming at me, and it's it's not even in the entire course of the the movie. It's only the opening, I think, five minutes, and you get this entire crazy story arc. And by the end of a five minute interval, you're crying. You have tears in your eyes over this character that you just met five minutes ago, and that's the beginning to up. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you the first five minutes of Up. I mean, I did everybody get dusty at the end of that five five think, minute intro? I think someone was cutting onions next to me. <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. It was I mean, that's. Like, oh, I mean, so yeah. I mean, it can be done, but how, how often? How often does that's it? That's what I'm saying. It's not done often because, as Robert said, it's hard to do. It's hard to do, but oh, I think all these movies are terrible. I know. I'm looking up like best character driven. Yeah. Uh, I think another point I want to add to my theory is that like consumers these days, they like to binge watch. They like to binge watch their media these days. And TV shows, it's like the perfect kind of medium for that. You got like these half hour or one hour kind of nuggets that you can just kind of watch straight through at a time. Whereas a movie, it's just like... But that's actually why I like movies, too, is, like, when I watch a TV series, I can get really into a TV series. I'm like, that was great, and I watched the whole thing. But to go back and watch all six seasons again, I mean, I can go back and watch a movie, like, plenty of times and be like... I just did with Breaking Bad, man. That was really rewarding. I mean, no, and I I get that, but it's still, like, the fact that, like, you're spending hours. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a days. chunk of your life. Yeah. Of like well, watching I mean, I'm it again, too. Binge watch the shit out of that. <laughs> I'm going to devote like a whole weekend to just watching Breaking Bad. Oh, it's it's going to be one of the most rewarding stories you've ever seen. Actually, is a weekend even enough for that? No. <laughs> Probably not. No. no. <laughs> but it's <laughs> five seasons. It's, a, it, it's an extremely rewarding story. It's okay. to me. It's better than any movie I've ever seen. Is it on Netflix yet? I haven't checked. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All of it. And I'm I'm actually gonna have to watch it a third time too because for Christmas my girlfriend got me a um, Breaking Bad companion book. Oh, cool! So it just goes by episode and says, "Hey, notice like it, it assumes by the time you read this book that you've seen the series at least once, but because there's spoilers in it and all that. But it's just like, hey, did you notice this and this and this on the wall, or you know, so he said this or this camera angle." Like you're gonna see this, this allude, this is foreshadowing for this, and wow, really, really crazy stuff. And there's also like fun facts in there, like could they really do this in real life? And then it breaks down like I don't know. It's just uh, basically when I got it, I I looked at her and I said, you know, I'm gonna have to watch it a third time now. I've always heard like the show's creator Vince Gilligan, like he's such a stickler for like even like the small little details. Continuity, man. He's Mr. Continuity. Like even like. Even like the small things, like the color of a, of a car, like he's he's said to have like been like really kind of choosy over that, like he agonizing over like the color of a car, yeah. or something like that. Breaking Bad is very color oriented as well. Yeah, I will say <coughs> that. Oh, I just are, looked you, up. are you breaking up right now? <laughs> sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm crying right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm sorry, he's cutting these. I was, 
<laughs> I was looking up um, just character driven movies and different different characters, and like obviously, like number one on this list is is talking about like The Godfather. I will right. say The Godfather doesn't do it in two hours; it does it in like three, Four. almost three and a half. But like that is a very good character driven movie. I mean, you see Al Pacino kind of change like throughout this whole movie, and it's very like epically done. And like I think like that's a perfect example of like how a movie can be very character driven to where you're not watching the same character do the same things. Like you're seeing him evolve over time within a shorter time span. He also kinda had like a strong character arc in uh, Scarface. That too. Shorter amount yeah, of time. Dude, that, that was even shorter. <laughs> dude, but Scarface could you, is pretty good. You've seen Breaking Bad all the way through, right? Yeah. Do you think you could do the evolution of Walter White in a two and a half hour movie? I think you can, but you got to cut out a lot of stuff. I think you can in the sense of like, it just depends where your story begins and ends. If your story sure. begins and ends at the same point, but even uh, Vince Gilligan added, I think, some stuff to make a sixth season, didn't he? Because he was only going to stop at season five, but then they kind they, of egged they, him on to make a sixth season. So he kind of expanded a little bit. It was only five. They just broke the, the fourth season. They broke. Um, oh yeah, they broke it into two parts, but they made it a longer season, right? It was still longer than. It was season like nineteen four. episodes. Yeah, I think they broke it up because they wanted him to make more. They wanted him to make a season six, but he kind of just broke up season five. It's kind of the same thing, but they he added Man. more to it. So like, it wouldn't have survived. I I, I think that show would literally ended at the perfect time. Like if, if, oh, yeah. if it was one more season long, it would have been like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I think it's possible. I think it's possible to do a lot of like that kind of stuff. It's just it depends who's doing it, and it depends if you do it well. I mean, some people fucking write good stuff and just doesn't turn out well, and some people write bad stuff, and it's just like they don't they think they have like the best thing written, and then when it comes out, it just doesn't. It doesn't come out the way they, they George Lucas. Yeah. yeah, I think another thing we need to consider <clears throat> is that it all comes down to the viewer themselves, or you know, some people they people process information differently. Yeah. Basically, you know, maybe for someone like they'll derive more from like a TV show, like character arc, like all like more information the better. But some people like they just need like. The most just important parts. Just give me like the important stuff, mm. and like that's basically what a movie does. It has to, really. Yeah. So I guess it all depends on the person. Like, are you a person who's just like I want details, or are you a person who just filters out all the unnecessary stuff and give me like? Well, movies the most were stuff? out before TV. I mean, yeah. TV shows came later, and when TV shows came out, TV dramas weren't even a big thing until what, like, really the nineties. I think. I mean, like ER and shit. Yeah, I mean, you had you had like X Files. You had like the old westerns and and like other kinds of you know dramas and stuff throughout the eighties and stuff. But I don't think they really like hit their stride until like the nineties. And then now they're like even bigger. Like they've exploded. Like TV dramas are huge now. But they weren't. It's really not so embarrassing thing. to be a TV actor anymore. No, it's not. And a lot of movie actors are TV actors, and vice versa. I mean, they go back and forth. Like being an actor is just being an actor, whether it's TV and even stage plays now or porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it Sorry, doesn't guys. matter. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. I mean, 
the thing about the movie industry is like I remember reading this book about basically the business side of the movie industry and they said that like every time something changed in society when it came to like these technological advances they were always worried that this would kill the movie industry and one of the big ones was when tv came out they thought that that would kill the movie industry didn't happen then they they thought like okay when video came out and they started you could rent movies and stuff they thought that it would kill the movie industry it didn't then the internet came out they thought it would kill it still going like still like yeah they hit like these pockets where like yeah they don't make as much money but they found out it's a lot of it is just making a good movie if you have good movies coming out they're going to make good like they're going to make money so like there's certain unfortunately years. we don't get many of those anymore <clears throat> no 2012 was like i think the last one that made like a lot of money and that's because they had a lot of good big blockbusters and they had a lot of good indie films like the indie films that came out later in the year were making pretty good money Lincoln, Steven Spielberg's movie, made way more than anybody thought it would. Yeah. And then Safety Not Guaranteed was doing really well. And like yeah. you had all these and then all the big budgets like Skyfall and Dark Knight Rises. They that was were the, that was the year I beat you in Oscar pool, actually. Ooh, yeah. don't remember that. Yeah. Life of Pi though made a lot of money. <laughs> I like that. That was a good year. <clears throat> it was all right. Hey, I yeah, beat you the next year. Right. We're one on one. Hey, you should join our Oscar pool for okay. this year. <laughs> we put what was it, five or ten dollars down? I think it was like five or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Five dollars down. We we print out a ballot. You pick all your your choices, and then whoever, whoever gets wins the most. Wins. Yeah. Yeah, I totally beat Robert. He <laughs> beat me the first year by one. <laughs> I beat him the next year by like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'm in. If it's five, I'll, yeah, I'll, it's not that I'll bad. Go I down haven't down watched it. like any of the uh, possible Oscar. I don't know what's or... possible this year. This year was really for shitty. best picture. For best picture. This you have Gone Girl. Shitty. I know that's going to be nominated. That's not going to win. It won't win. It'll be nominated. Yeah. There's really know. not that much. Maybe I'm gonna have to do a lot of catching up. I don't know. You got to you got to look at the the Oscar baits like uh But it's, there's not Fox Catchers probably going to be up there. Yeah, but I, yeah, that, that might Robert, be. Jonathan, I'm going to tell you the secret to winning an Oscar pool. <laughs> Just look it up. Well, yeah. But no, basically you don't pick what you want to win. Basically you pick who you think everybody else is going to pick? What the crusty old yeah. white guys are going to pick? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, what, just, that's what you look at. That's the secret to winning an Oscar pool. Don't go with your heart. No, go no with ev- what everybody else is going to pick. Yep, <laughs> really. that's what I do. I.e. the Hurt Locker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate that movie. Yeah. I, like I fucking <laughs> I thought <it> was hate right. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> it was alright. Better? Oh, really? Better than Glorious Bastards? Eh. No. Uh, not as better, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> Both good I, movies. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> fucking hate that movie. That's you okay. just Quint- were mad that Quentin Tarantino didn't win that year, and Quentin Tarantino's never going to win. He's never going to win it. Stanley Kubrick never won. Hitchcock yeah, and Stanley Kubrick either, right? and Quentin Tarantino are like one of the greatest directors of all time. Yeah. Hitchcock but, never won either. Okay, right? but here's the thing. You're never going... Yeah, Hitchcock no, never won Best Director, and only one of his movies ever won Best Picture. He never won Best Director. Okay. Scorsese didn't <laughs> win it until fucking The because, Departed. But... Here, I will. It was a great movie, but <laughs> Goodfellas should have won. Yeah. I will say that it doesn't matter like how good your movie is; it depends how good your movie is that year. No, uh, yes, it, it does. No, it, it, it does. comes down. It comes down to how political is it? No, does it, not does it make you feel fucking guilty for being white? No, and if it does, listen, guess what? You're gonna win it. Listen, it's really, Twelve Years a Slave. Times. Okay, I agree. I don't think that should have won Best Picture, but. I will say that that's not always the case. There are a lot of times like movies get snubbed. 
another oh, yeah. podcast that we do. Um, <laughs> Not out January, yet. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm saying that like it depends what movie comes out, like when your movie comes out. Like you can come out with a Goodfellas, but you got to see what other movies come out that year that you're going against and stuff like that. And a lot of times, the sentimental movies will win over just better movies. Yeah, the ones that make you, you feel guilty. Else? You know what else? For being American won? and white. You know what else shouldn't have won? Fucking Forrest Gump. You guys fucking love Forrest Gump, and that was a piece of shit compared to the other movies that came uh, out. Like, yeah. LA Confidential? Oh, no, Come on. that wasn't LA Confidential. That was Shawshank, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and then Four Weddings at Funeral. That's fine. It could beat that. But yeah. Quiz Show on. is not that good. Okay, but Shawshank and Pulp Fiction? Yeah. You're telling me Forrest Gump is better than those? No. I oh. like it. I liked... Come on. I like Shawshank the best out of all of them. <clears throat> I thought that was... Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people say that that's like an amazing picture, but yet it didn't win against Forrest Gump, which is so overrated. It Pulp, just, that Pulp movie had the best too. soundtrack of all time. My favorite Forrest soundtrack. Forrest Gump? No. <laughs> Shawshank. Shawshank. The the score? It was just, oh, the score. Yeah. The musical score for Shawshank. It was just... If you go and listen to the musical score from Shawshank, like you can, it was just really well done. I'm like, wow. I thought Shawshank was a really well-made movie. It was. Who directed it? Uh, Darabont? Uh, no, yeah, Frank Darabont. Based on a short story by Stephen King? He also directed The Mist, which was based on a short story by Stephen King. <laughs> no, that, was a, that was a straight-up novel, brother. <laughs> well, uh, oh, Mist? yeah. It was a novella. It wasn't a short novel. Okay. The Mist? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking Dreamcatcher. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but The Mist, you're right. It was a novella, I think they call it, because it was like a shorter novel. Somewhere like... 70,000 words or, or yeah, less or something. Yeah. Between 40 and 70,000. I really don't care. It's a book. <laughs> it's, a, it's all books to me. It's got pages. Short it's story. A, book. a poem. That's a book. <laughs> 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 if it's on a page, it's a book to me. Is okay. anybody still listening to this? I don't know. We've been going for a long time, so maybe we should uh, cut it off now. Right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we've been running long, so uh, I guess let's end it here. Not a whole lot of chuckles in this one. I was, I was yeah, I, like get I, down I had, to the nitty gritty. I had like a whole "Would you rather" like really. expected. Yeah. And Keep it next time. Okay, okay. Keep it in mind. Doesn't have to be all chuckles all the time. No, I like getting down to the seriousness. Next time we'll talk about war, politics, famine, gay rights, gay rights, abortion should be legal. Yeah, I say, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> right? Am I right? I wish you could see abortion. I wish, fuck you, could, it. I wish <laughs> you could see Robert's body language right now. Like, <laughs> it's right. like it's making seventy five percent of what he's saying. <laughs> fuck right. it. I mean, come on. Fuck it. <laughs> it's abortion. I wanna I wanna see you run for president and then, like, during the presidential <laughs> debate. They're gonna bring this up. Hey guys, uh abortion? I mean <laughs> Yeah. When when Charlie Rose asks you fuck a question it. like how to improve the economy, you're like yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. The economy will fix itself. I say, fucking, um, hands oh, off you're approach. Libertarian. Hands <laughs> off approach. Let's Americans are so stupid. They're going to be like, I don't know why, but I think I like them. Yeah, 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 I hey. can have a beer with him. Hey, I'd probably be one of the best politicians out there. <laughs> at least one of the most noble. Yeah, at least I'm honest. I'd be fuck so it. honest with the public. You'd be listen. Be like, I have no guys. idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'd be like, guys, we totally fucked up. I know the whole 13-year order in Iraq. That was ridiculous. I can't believe we even did that shit. But wait till we have one in store for you. We're going to Libya. Dude, I wanted to get I wanted to get into Cuba. I wanted to get into fucking oh, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. Wait, you wanted to get into Cuba? We can probably smoke you in there. Well, actually, I think the travel restrictions are still kind of... I just want to get... Okay, Bring well, me, in, bring me in the next one. Uncharted 4, too. Bring I me in the next one. Uncharted 4. Okay. 
Next week, yeah. we'll be smoking our Cuban cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Talking video games. Drinking our Cuban rum. <laughs> yeah. And playing our Cuban video games. Yep. Yeah. yeah. These aren't very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Where to stash the missile missiles? That'd be fun. This is All just right. Mario with a cigar in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just walking. Whoa. He likes Whoa. a cigar of like a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got Why the is his name Fidel? <laughs> Ooh, did you hear about that story where Fidel Castro was sending great white sharks to Florida's borders or Florida's Gulf to kill all the tourists? Till the next time. I know. <laughs> Keep you cliffhanger, dude. Fidel's the OG shark dropper, man. Oh shit! Fuck. Well, well, if we can get to Fidel Castro's position, I'd be so happy with shark dropper. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping for is we can reach that level. We can become a Fidel Castro. <laughs> <laughs> If we can oppress a country into its 50s and be ostracized by a superpower, that's all I'm hoping for. We've done good. Success. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) And you said there was no chuckles. Okay. (laughs) I guess that does it for us on Shark Dropper this week. I have been your host, Robert. With me, John. C. (laughs) Jonathan. Hi. Thanks for having me again. All right. We'll catch you next time. Stand here looking out over the ocean